Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFT. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is you have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keane. Happy Monday, Michael. How is it going? Happy Monday night. It's going good. How about you? It's going great. It's going yeah. great. I'm, I'm finally back from my... I was in Miami for like a week. And then I was in Wisconsin visiting family and I kind of got a bit sick over there because I was not used to the cold weather. So, but I'm yeah. finally back and I uh, literally got back last night. So it's going to be back to work and, you know, back on a regular schedule. Very nice. Good to hear that. Good to hear that. Yeah. How was your last week? Uh, it was good. I mean, you know, pretty typical week. Uh, soccer. I had a friend in town, went out to a real nice dinner. On Saturday night, uh, one of my old friends, and uh, that was fun. We got our butts kicked in soccer. I coached my boys' soccer team. Like, we got our butts kicked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it was all right, though. It's all about having fun and the kids and stuff. Like, our goalie in the first period gave up the four goals, like, pretty much handed the other team the goals. Oh, dang. Yeah. But it's good. Hopefully nobody listens. I I better not wear my NFT catcher (laughs) T-shirt there anymore now that I said that. True. But it's been good. I got a couple things in the mail. I got uh, a bored ape toy from Super Plastic. It's Ooh. like big and tall. It's really nice. And you got I some got fan my... mail? No, I didn't get any fan mail. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I got. I don't. I didn't put my address out there yet. <laughs> not yet. Oh, okay. No, okay. No. But if anybody wants it, just message me. You can have my address. <laughs> it's not hard to find. You could Google my name. I think and find the house I bought. That's Wait, the... what? You... Like, it's all public. It's all public records. But uh, true. And I got, I think I have another box here, which I'm pretty sure is my uh, Adidas tracksuit from like the the Adidas Metaverse Punks comic. Oh, I heard people were getting that today. Yeah. So that's in a box right here that I didn't get to open up yet. (gasps) Yeah. The orange tracksuit, right? Like that super bright, like neon. Is it orange or is it? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is orange. And then the hat with it. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was yellow, maybe. Or maybe it's yellow. The, the hat, the hat's orange. I think the the little beanie cap is orange. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you'll have to do. Maybe you'll uh, try it on and post some photos on Twitter. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, I could. I could do one of those TikToks where it's like black T-shirt, Billy Eilish, you know, and it like as soon as it, <laughs> as soon as it transitions, it like shows me in the tracksuit. Yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Please do that. That might be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be waiting. We'll be waiting for that. Okay, I'll set that up tomorrow for sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm really good at video editing, so it'll be perfect. Um, <laughs> did you see the news out of the Bahamas a few hours ago? A couple hours ago, whatever it is. Yeah. What was it? Maybe even an hour ago. It was super. Fresh. Yeah, it was not not too long ago. Your boy. Uh, I know you've been his staunchest defender for a long time. <laughs> Come on. SBF was arrested. And conveniently enough, he was supposed to testify in front of Congress tomorrow. 
Mm, yeah yeah very convenient that's kind of like all right you arrested him like that's what the news story is but like uh don't let him talk in front of congress you know Mm. so i worry that i worry that he might end up uh like jeffrey epstein or something oh right all of a sudden oh we don't know what happened yeah oh he must have yeah yeah right Oh, he killed himself. All the cameras were all the cameras went yeah. down. He killed himself, but there was no evidence that he killed <laughs> right, himself. Right, right. Exactly. Nice. But uh yeah, I mean he deserves to be arrested, you know, if he did what he alleged what what's alleged of him. Mm-hmm. Uh but but probably should have let him talk in front of Congress if he, if he waited this long, you know, and the, like right. go snag him up the night before. Pretty wild. Yeah, I know. It's 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 I mean, it's surprising, but also not surprising yeah. that he didn't get arrested immediately and that it took so long. Um, he was just running freely in the Bahamas, you know, on these Twitter mm-hmm. spaces and playing video games while he's answering people's questions. Like, Yeah. Have you heard him on the Twitter spaces? I honestly haven't. I've just kind yeah. of read about people's recaps of it. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like obnoxious he just sits there making like oh you know i don't know maybe there was you know some money over there like like making like it's all no big deal you know like yeah right taking takes no personal responsibility right just, i don't know it's it's doesn't it's feel bad crazy. at all right it doesn't seem like it it sure doesn't seem like it, it seems like he's gonna probably have some kind of defense it wasn't my fault it might have made a mistake mm-hmm. remember his first tweet was like i fucked up <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, he's probably uh, a psychopath, like Yeah, a sociopath or whatever. What's it? I think a sociopath, isn't that the one like um sociopath versus psychopath? Yeah. Uh okay. Psychopath is described as someone who has emotional deficits, uh chief among them being a lack of remorse and taking pleasure in getting over on or inflicting pain on others. A sociopath differs in that they are antisocial and violate rules. These terms are widely used, but are not actually official diagnosis. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> well, anyway, well, uh, either way, he's yeah. definitely got some, some, something happening there. Um, yeah. So he has finally been arrested. So we'll see what happens next. Mm-hmm. They're gonna release the. Uh, they're gonna unseal the 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 grand jury uh, indictment tomorrow, supposedly. Okay. It'll be a bunch of you know wire fraud and securities fraud and all that stuff, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they tried to get you for back in the day. Back in the um, day, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so let's move on from this guy. We've talked about him enough. Sam Bankman-Fried. Everybody knows the story, but it just happened. So. Figured, bring it up first. I actually came across an article on uh, Coindesk.com that I really liked. Um, it was not a week ago, maybe four or five days ago. And it was the top 50 most influential people in crypto for mm. 2022. So I'm going to go through the list. Not everybody, but I'll go through the ones that are uh, like Web3 NFT kind of related. Um, and if we want to talk about anybody, we can. But I'll, I'll run through it relatively quick. But I did enjoy the article. Uh, number 49 is Avery Akineni and Gary V. And Avery, she's the uh, head of Vayner 3. And, and Gary V obviously needs no introduction around here. 
Uh, it says for chartering a mainstream party boat to the island of Web3. Number 48 is the Board 8 founders, Wiley, Nicole, and Greg, uh, for building a wildly successful community of ape lovers. Funny enough, SBF is number 47, which is really low. He should probably be number one, honestly, um, as the most influential, for better or worse. Uh, number 43 is a real interesting one. It's Adam Brotman. He was actually on Coffee with Captain this morning. He's the guy um, that when we talk about the Starbucks Odyssey, he leads the team that consulted with them, put it all together. I was actually going to talk about Starbucks Odyssey later because I got in on the beta, and it's really cool what they're doing. Really, really cool. cool. Yep. Hmm. Um, yeah, Adam Brotman, he was he was on. He's, he's really good. I'd love to get him on here. I mean, he seems... Seems like a good dude. I've actually spoken to him in the past uh, by message. Um, So Vitalik's number 42. Snowfro, number 41. We have, funny, Matt Matt Damon, for whatever reason, is number 38. What the heck? It says, for epitomizing peak crypto cringe, is what it says. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Who do we got? Who do we got? Number 30 is Keith Grossman, who was with Time Magazine. He's moving on to MoonPay. And he has done a lot, you know, bringing time into Web3 and making that such a big part of what they do. He's always on Twitter spaces, doing cool art projects and charity things. Hmm. Uh, He's done a lot for sure. All right, moving down the list, Tyler Hobbs, uh, number 26. Tyler Hobbs of Fidenza fame, and he did QQL this year, which was also wildly successful. He's a generative artist. Bobby Hundreds, number 22, uh, for taking a principled stand for creators and their royalties. And, uh, and Betty was right alongside him. They they talked to the Open Sea people. Um, they made sure that that creator royalties will hopefully be respected moving forward. I'm all for creator royalties. I sold my Valhalla NFT. I sold it on Open Sea to make sure that they got the, you know, I'm I'm like I don't. I can't say that every trade that I will ever do forever will, but I don't think I've ever done a trade that has skirted the royalties because I definitely wait, think it's it's very. Wait important. a minute! You sold what? your Valhalla? Yeah, I got a story for that one too. Yeah, because I'm because I see your little I see your topic on here, and it says something a little bit different. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's well you'll you'll see when I tell the story. Okay. You'll see <laughs> okay. when I tell the story. Okay. Okay. Uh, Number 21 is Fuocious, who is an amazing 19-year-old artist. Uh, he sold one of his collections for $20 million this year. He does these cool paint parties at a lot of the in-real-life events. And I'd say, honestly, he's probably one of the, you know, you have X-Copy, you have Fuocious, and Beeple, and maybe a couple others. But the, he's right up there in the conversation for most important, you know, crypto-native Web3 artist. Um Let's see. Number 15 is, this is a weird one to me, Milady's NFT community. We've actually never spoken about them. I've seen them around. I don't know too much about them. I know the floor like approached one ETH. Um, it's kind of a weird, it's like a weird vibe around it. Do you know anything about that, Milady's? Um, The thing that comes to mind when you say the Milady's is, is this really funny video that I saw that somebody made of this milady running and tripping this bored ape and just like continuing to run? <laughs> I don't know. It was just hilarious when I saw it. But that's the only thing that comes to mind with miladies. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I saw it on the timeline a bunch. I don't know if people are still into it. I'm sure people are, um, but I've seen a lot less people using it as their PFP. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it definitely hit with like the crypto Twitter community a little bit more than the NFT community. Um, okay. Okay. That might be, time. yeah. That makes sense. That's really surprising to see them at number 15 because it's not like there's a bunch of NFT communities on there. There's like a lot of really strong communities and Miladies is the one that gets chosen. Um, we have Punk 6529 at number 10. Uh, obvious reasons we love Punk 6529, championing the open metaverse, free education, uh, invaluable threads. And he's got his project, uh, the memes by 6529. That I wish I would have got into that early. I watched it happen for whatever reason. I don't know if it was complicated. Well, I don't think it was complicated, but I just didn't know the whole claim process and kind of slept on that one. Was that recent or, that's, or that that's still going on. Oh. And I th- I think like once a week, they release a new one, huh. but the early ones have gotten very expensive. Interesting. I haven't yeah. really seen um, punk six, five, two, nine as much on my timeline lately. Uh, mm-hmm. But maybe I gotta, I gotta start checking out their stuff. Got to turn those notifications on. <laughs> Oh no, I cannot. I have no. like no notifications on for my. I just that's why I have a million tabs. Like I have so many tabs on my computer, and uh-huh. then I'm always just like remembering to check stuff. But I do not like having notifications pop up. Like it's I just... hear that. That's why I have six monitors. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you don't have to put the. You don't have to have all the tabs. But I still have a lot of tabs, and. uh and number two is uh go one Zach XBT. Totally number two on the whole list. Wow. Yeah. He's, I mean, they're awesome. They they yeah, they are like the true detective of web three. Yep. And completely anonymous, which you know, it's hard to stay anonymous these days. Everyone's trying to out you. Yep, that's for sure. Yeah, yep. And uh not NFT, but CZ from Binance is number one. And it says he's number one for vanquishing a $40 billion rival with a single tweet. Nice. Yeah. Cool article. That was fun reading through. I learned about some crypto people that I never really knew about before. Um, Cause I'm not so much into the crypto game. So it was good. It was a really good article. It was very, um, there's actually another one yet. CU SIU for investing billions into web three gaming. He's at number eight. They're at number eight. The co-founder of $5.9 billion gaming giant, Animoca Brands. Okay. So Animoca. Yep. So that's part of uh, Animoca is um, is who released the other deeds, the other land. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they, must, they partner with a bunch of NFT projects. They do. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's hear about your Valhalla story. Okay. So if you remember, Valhalla Mint was 0.5. And if you also remember, so I was able to mint two, but um, but Neospore and he's Ollie now, Ollie.eth, who dropped an open edition this week and did really well with it. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, he something happened where he didn't get his wallet in and it was like a weird thing. So I let him have one and uh minted the two, gave him one. He sold his for like 0.68. It was going down. I sold mine for like 0.65. So, you know, made whatever it was, like end up being like 0.1 and change after the fees. 
So about two weeks later, a few days ago, it reveals, and I never look back. I hate looking back, but I did look back and I looked at it. And like, as soon as I saw it, it was like all like diamond and glass. And I could tell it was oh, something. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I was like, oh, here we go. And I started looking at the rarities 0.009 and all, you know, and I was like, oh God. And, uh, there was an there was an offer for like one ETH on it, and I looked at the floor. It was called like a demon, and only like like two percent of the collection were demons or something. And uh, the offer was like one ETH, and then it went to two ETH, and and then this one sold for five, and then like an hour later it sold for six and a half, and then like three hours after that it sold for eight and a half. Wow. Yeah, I know. And oh, now wow. the floor now the floor's up to like an ETH. So I don't even know what that thing's worth. That was a bit disappointing, but I had sold it for 0.65. Hey, you made the next person richer. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm looking to do. That's what I'm looking to do. That's what I'm looking to do here. So yeah, good. Good, good. Yeah, you know, you're just being a giving uh-huh. guy. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did it on purpose. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a really good one. Exactly. Yeah. Giving yeah. people opportunities. There we go. Oh, right, right. The funny <laughs> thing is, I know, like, if I would have kept it, it would have been something crappy. But I think because I hit that Izu one so well that I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen twice in a row. What are the odds? Now, Now I'll never sell again and I'll never hit one again. That is a lie. You're going to sell the next one because you're like, there's no way it can happen three times. I know. It'll be even better. I know. That's a shame. That's probably worth like 10 ETH right now. Oh, man. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? But that was fun, though. Valhalla seems to be doing well. You know, they're they're supposedly creating a, uh, a streaming platform is their ultimate goal. Um mm-hmm. They are well-funded. They're also funded a lot. Their art is very similar to Azuki. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even like the trade counts and the different rarities, like things like that are like very similar to Azuki. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say. Yeah. You think it's Zagabon's like other project? Uh, Do we know the founders? I don't think they're docs, but it's that guy. Like, there's controversy around that founder. There wasn't. There was a huh. thread about him oh, wow. that, he, okay. that wow. he was like doing other stuff, and like, it's uh-huh. weird. It's right. weird. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. They. I mean, they minted out for half an ETH. You know, ten thousand. Oh, geez, that yeah. is a lot. Okay. I know that is a lot. That's a lot. People do sure. not like it when NFT projects um have a super high mint price like that too. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that happened. Um what about chat G is it chat G uh GPT? GPT. Amazing. You play Everyone's with it? Get, everyone has been talking about it. I know, uh, I know. I I I played with it for like two minutes. And then I just didn't, but I need to, I need to really play around with it a lot more. Um, I've, I've been obsessed. I've been pretty obsessed. I'll tell you some of the things that I did. You know, I'm, I'm really into the AI. We talked about the art a lot. I bought that Mirage uh, Mint Pass and uh, I definitely love AI. I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing we can do. Like it's coming. It's going to change a lot of things, but like some of the real interesting things that I, I've been doing, one, like the coolest thing 
is creating these custom stories for my kids. So I'll be, I'll ask one, I'll be like, Edward, make, make up a story. And he wants to be a football player winning the championship with all his friends and then going out for ice cream afterward. And it'll write this whole inspiring, you could tell it a short story, a long story. Wow. You could, you could have, and, and like, it's, I did one for my daughter serenity where she was like this unicorn flying through the rainbows with all her friends. And like, at the end of it, she had a huge smile on her face and she goes, she said, I don't want that ever to end. Like the stories are Aww. so good. Yeah. It writes emails for you. I asked it to give us a two day itinerary for Key West with kids. And it wrote out this beautiful itinerary, where to eat, where to go, what to do. Like it's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can tell it what's in your fridge. It'll give you recipes. Um, I mean, just like you can tell them what you want to make. It'll give you a shopping list. And those are just little. Those are like silly things. It does coding. People put code in there, and it could tell you where the error is in your code. Um, it could help you deploy the code. It's great. And it's still learning every day. It's going to get better and better. I mean, we're just scratching the surface. Um, somebody was talking about about stable diffusion. Uh, I think it was Alex Becker, if you know him on Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I Okay. Yep. So he was talking about like you can literally if you have like pictures of somebody from a bunch of different angles, you can upload it to them and make that person do anything. It can like render it and have that person do an oh, anything. Like it's okay. it's just it's out of control what's coming with this AI. It's it's okay. a, like I cannot like people it's it's a little bit off-putting because it's so good and it's like instant. You can have it write an email. Like, let me go over here. I was telling it to do this. Watch this. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna tell it to write an NFT joke. Let's see what it comes up with. Why was the NFT sad? Because it had no physical oh, that's an awful joke. Because <laughs> it had no physical form, only existing as a digital token on the blockchain. The other day when I asked it to do that, it said, uh, it said, why was the NFT cold? And then because it left its wallet open. Hey, that, that's good. That's good. This one. Why was the blockchain so cold? Because all the miners were out of the pool. Okay. These jokes are not great. Why did the <laughs> Ethereum blockchain split in half? Because it was trying to mint a non-fungible joke. Oh, my. It's, okay. I'm not proving my point here. Why did the NFT artists have trust issues? Because every time they tried to mint a new piece, their wallet kept getting hacked. That's not a joke. <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> that one was not a joke. No, that's like literally what happened. <laughs> that's real life. All right. But I it did have some good ones. I mean, you could just have it do anything. You can have it write a tweet. That will like say write a tweet that will go viral about NFTs. You can get super specific at what you want to do. Write an email to my boss, letting him know that I'm going on vacation for three weeks, and it'll like write a whole real nice email. You can have it write a contract. You can say like, like if we're going to do a sponsor, we could say write up a contract for a sponsor of an NFT podcast for this amount of money. You know what do we get a million dollars an episode now? I think. So we could two have million. it say that two million. Okay, good, good. We're up a little bit. I don't want to sell us short. Um, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. AI and this stuff is just insane. I love it. I absolutely love it. I have my wife was doing it. Like I showed her some of the things, but does the, this kid's stories, like 
they're the best stories that I've ever read. These kids better than the kids books. They're inspirational. And it's like super custom to them, whatever they want. They can use their imagination to create it. And my daughter was like, did the phone do that without your fingers? She was asked, like, it was like so hard for her to comprehend, like how I would get this story that she just told me that she wanted to hear. Like, it's so crazy. It writes poems. It can write songs. So I was well, I told you I was out with my friend on Saturday night and I had her write. Uh, I said, we were in West Palm Beach. I said, have it create a rap song about West Palm Beach in the style of Jay-Z. And then it did it. It created a whole song like rhyming and everything. And then I was like, have, and I said, just change one word, have it make a gangster rap song. And it did this whole new rap where he was like gang banging in West Palm Beach like in the style of Jay-Z. So I was using like run this play, you know what I mean? Like it is, it's insane. So fun to use. Um, and that's um, chat GPT. You could also go to chat.openai.com. If you want to check exactly it out. That's exactly right. Yep. And it's totally free. You just log in with your Gmail, your email address or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let me try one more NFT joke. Why was the <laughs> NFT sad? Oh, man. Because it had no physical form. It was constantly being traded and sold. Without <laughs> oh, <my> sorry. <laughs> you're ki- you're so killing bad. me, Chad. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It's funny. Yeah. That was that was crazy. Why does the NFT have trust issues? Because yeah, every time you kept getting scammed or whatever. Uh, no, the artist was like, why does the artist have trust issues? Oh, right. right. It's while it kept getting hacked. So, yeah, oh, like, yeah. That was so funny. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty, that is good. It's good stuff. I mean, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, I love it. So today, uh, Evan Luza, the co-founder of Cool Cats, announced that he was stepping into an advisory role with the company and, and not going to be part of day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Yeah, yep. he's stepping down. He was a business development side of things. And now he's going to be more of an advisor. And he kind of teased that he was working on, you know, building something himself that uh, I was reading his thread and he was kind of like saying that during the process of being, you know, really involved in Cool Cats, he kind of forgot about what it was like starting something from scratch. And I don't know, I guess he wants to kind of build something from the ground up again. And so um, he leaks like a logo, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah. Uh. Like someone was like, like asked for some type of like teaser and he like, was like, I can't say anything, but I'll show you this. And it was just like some little logo that you really don't know what it, it means. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what he does next. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like, is that good for cool cats? Is that bad for cool cats? You know, is what's happening behind the scenes? Obviously we don't really know, uh, but Mm -hmm. I just think it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there was another founder that we found out left today. Do you want to mention that one or should we not mention that? You can talk about it, but I totally forgot who it was. Uh, Henry from Non-Fungible Fungi. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which we had. Okay, so Henry was one of our, honestly, he was one of the first seven interviews. I I can't confidently say five, but I do feel like he was like one of the first five interviews we did. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, really early on. uh, Non-Fungible Fungi, he was one of the uh, 
founders. And I guess he, yeah, is no longer a founder or like kind of like left. I don't really know the situation, but we also just found that out today. Um, but actually, ironically, my brother, I, I went to Wisconsin, was visiting family. And he's like, how's my mushroom doing? And I was like, well, it has 70 bucks. <laughs> he's like, oh, man. You know, he thought he thought yeah. it was gonna go to a million or something, but mm. no, I'm just kidding. But I always he always periodically asks about it because he has like one. It's like his yeah, yeah, that's the one. one his, he's just like he only has like you know one or two NFTs, so he's just like, how's my one NFT doing? That's um, funny. <laughs> so I just like tell him, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I heard conjuring's coming up and stuff, so. Yeah, I mean, I still got my fun guy. Yeah, I have a bunch of them, and a bunch of yeah, a bunch of the people did. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they turn it around. Every project is is down so bad. Um, yeah, you don't hear too much, but I also don't have my notifications on, and there are right. so many projects and a lot of noise out there. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of new stuff always coming. Um, it's hard to be heard when there's so much noise and so much you know, attention being drawn to the next best thing. You know, it's like, it's harder for some of these established projects or ones that have already minted out, you know, to kind of continue to get that traction, um, yeah. especially after the initial bump of things. And then, you know, once things kind of, there's a bit of a lull, it's like, ooh, it's hard to remain in the spotlight unless you're really like one of the top projects. It is hard. And what do you do? Like, so like originally, you know, Originally, all this like stuff, like this tech stuff, and like you said, conjuring and burning this for that, and an airdrop, and that stuff was like that was what it took. But now it's 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 different than that, and it's really hard. Like they don't have money coming in. You know, they've probably it's been a, it's been over a year probably since they've minted. Um, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. What do you well, do? Yeah. Yeah, I think um I think maybe what a lot of and and even companies, web3 companies that have raised in the bull market and now we're kind of in this bear market. Um and it's like what do you do? Well, you you have to figure out how much runway you have, you know. How how yep. long can you last given the amount you have in the bank and and then kind of try to preserve costs while also, you know, building and and doing things but you know not spending too crazy because you gotta last you gotta see how long you can last for and then obviously you gotta try and figure things out but um but yeah that that i think i think a lot of projects are kind of like okay trying to pace themselves with their funds um and kind of wait for the next bull to come which obviously we don't know when that's going to be but um just surviving right like just surviving right now Totally, totally. I've I definitely know of a few projects that have ran out of money. Um mm-hmm. it uh like we've talked about it hasn't happened too much, but I still do think there will be like some projects getting bought. Like if there's a project that has cool art and, and was a cool vibe, like depending on what price, like if you're a founder and you've run out of money, and if somebody offers you 50 grand to take over and walk away, like that might not be the worst deal in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And that could like that could give you a fresh start because there's a lot of people like like I mean I know them in my head you know founders of projects that have just kind of disappeared off the map that don't even talk anymore they're probably embarrassed 
anytime they tweet, they probably get, what about this project? You know, like so they can't tweet. Um, that might give you an out. If you have a project, um, I guess most of the projects are like anonymous people. Like I remember some of the real old early ones that that faded and think about that sometimes, like reaching out to those people and like, hey, I'll give you 2,500 bucks to take over your contract or something. Like, mm-hmm. but there's like not even anybody to reach out to. The one that always, for some reason, it's like such a horrible project that comes to my mind is the, the Pirates of the, what was that one called? Super early, uh, the Pirates, not the Metaverse Pirates. I that know, I crazy. know, yeah, not that one. I know which one you're talking the about. Pi- I- Pirate, Pirate Booty Treasure Club. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was like super early. I mean, it might have been before the board apes. Like it was like right in that range. So the floor prices, let me see if there's any activity at all on this thing. One month ago there was one sale for eight dollars, and then three months ago was the sale before that. Hmm. Yeah. So there's no, I mean, there's there's been there's been a dozen sales in the last six months. Um there's only 5,000 items though. Like if you could do something with it and like, you know, bring it back. And, you know, if you, if you buy one, you, you put in a raffle for a trip to the pirate museum in Key West or St. Augustine. My guy, Pat Croce used to own the Sixers has a, a pirate museum in St. Augustine, Florida. A pirate and a, museum. Yeah. It's pretty cool. He's got all kinds of, <clears throat> he like collected all this stuff. And he's got all kinds of it's a pirate museum. And uh he's got a restaurant <laughs> a restaurant in Key West. Pat Croach, he's like a Philadelphia legend. We That's love Pat Croach cool. in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. I like I, I'm not really gonna I mean, I think about it every now and then, like, and I think there will be that consolidation. Cause like, you know, why not? Why not? If somebody important bought it, it would pump immediately and pay them <laughs> back for the purchase. You know what I mean? Like that guy Luca that bought uh, Pudgy Penguins, they're over four ETH floor right now. Wow, they're doing solid. Yeah, Pudgy's crushing it. Actually, there's been a few projects uh, recently that have been crushing it. First of all, Sappy Seals finally reached like one ETH or something like that. I forget what, basically, they reached an all time high, I'm pretty sure, or at least a high in a while. Yeah, um, Sap, Sappies is. I'll go with you when you say them. Sappies is point yeah. eight two right now, and but they're up. They're up sixteen percent over the last seven days. There's a lot of green over the last seven days. Um, go ahead if you had some others in mind, and I could tell you. And then I'll go over some of the ones that have gone up a good amount because there's some real good. Um, some some ones went up pretty good. Wrecked guys reached one ETH floor, yep, which yep. OSF had promised to get a tattoo of a wrecked guy when it reached one ETH floor. So somebody, uh, this guy Spencer, swept the floor. He literally bought like 18 of them or something. To get like, it there? Yeah, to get it there. Uh, I and, love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so, it, it, and that is, I believe, an all-time high for um, wrecked guys. It is. It's up. So, it's up 42% in the last week. There we go. Yeah. Um, he also just on a side note to that, OSF also promised to get uh, to not cut his hair until a four point two ETH floor. Why he's gonna go? Yep. That's long. what he okay. said, and 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 his wife's like mad at him about it, and he told her <laughs> like, you don't you don't understand. <laughs> he was saying to her, "Oh my gosh, that's funny. I know." Yep. Yep. 
So, uh, yeah, that's doing really well. DGen Tunes is up 50% to a one ETH floor in the last week. Fluff is up 42%. Um, let's see. I mean, even the mutants are pushing 15 ETH again, which is really nice. Four day hovering around 70. Um, Azuki's up 10% to 13. Your favorite project. Doodle 7.22. We got Clone X at 6.9. But some other ones made big moves like MFers is up 10%. Um, Rang is even up 6% to 1.16. Let's see. What else was I going to call out? There's some good ones though. They've, uh, there's definitely some nice numbers, some nice green. Did you hear that? I think we might have discussed this privately or not on a pod, but yeah. Um, our boy Alan Carroll from Vayner uh, yeah. got let go of, which makes me wonder if Vayner is doing a bunch of cuts because we haven't really heard them like announcing. And I know some like companies kind of privately let go of a bunch of people. Uh, and so I'm wondering if Vayner made a bunch of cuts. Yeah, be- because also if you go to Crypto Novo's Twitter, it says formally Vayner. Okay, so yeah, hmm. I know. Just yeah, former Vayner three. So several people, yeah, people must have been getting let go from Vayner recently. Yep, times are tough all around. Yeah, right after Miami too. I know, I know, yeah. Yeah, we both met Alan Carroll. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, for I, sure. I met uh Crypto Novo as well. I saw him with his he always wears he always, you know, he does really good with wearing the same outfit to all the events. Like wearing like yeah. his like his swag of like his um and uh-huh. you know what? I was like one thing that I really I'm like, I mean, I think it's cool with um with NFT people and board ape holders in particular is like going to board ape events. I always find that they wear more like custom merch yeah. with their NFT yeah. out of any other project. Like I've I've been to a lot of events and those board ape holders, like they are prideful about their board apes. And You're yeah, right. they make custom yeah. like shoes, custom shirts, custom jackets, custom. This one guy had this glittered out thing. Like, like people go all in for their board ape. Uh, and it's it's cool to see, and I'm like, you know what? I need something like that for my doodle. Like, I need some cool swag. So when I go to events, like I could be rocking my doodle, and not just having my little sticker on my shirt. You could you could get like heart glasses. Let me see what your doodle's wearing. A puffy jacket, but then yeah. it's like, what if it's hot? Like, I don't wear. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you I could guess. probably get you probably get like a sleek puffy jacket. Sleep, but you you can definitely do you can definitely do the purple hair, and if you get some heart glasses, purple lipstick, I guess. So that's the inside of the mouth. <laughs> is yeah. that the, is that her lip or the inside of the mouth? I can't. Tell. I don't know, but um, but yeah, I mean, my purple hair. I'm like going back to natural hair now. So yeah, I that's right. We've hair. talked about it. you're not gonna do the purple hair. Fair enough. But. No, I just want something that, like, I don't need to, like, look like my doodle, but I just want something that has my doodle on it that looks cool, basically. So, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, same with me. I'm not dressing up like the ape with, like, a fez hat and a pipe. (laughs) Yeah, people are like, what? Who are you? I could get those glasses with the eyes that have, like, the slinkies on them that, like, go out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the crazy eyes. Uh huh. 
That's not a terrible idea. I could get a fez. <laughs> I should start rocking a fez. That actually is not a bad idea. I should start rocking a fez to those parties. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I won't be the only one in a fez. You know, you never know. You might see yeah. another person in a fez, you know. Yep. You might start the trend. Yeah. So there we go. Trendsetter over here. I am a trendsetter. <laughs> All right. What why'd else you, we got? Why, why'd, you, why'd you laugh about that? Well, you know. i mean you always wear your same t-shirts to all the events i thought i'm uh, setting it i thought i'm setting a trend with that well you're gonna you're going to currently you're not starting any trends but you know in the future in the future okay speaking of setting trends i ran into a dude uh, that had a a metahero shirt on while i was out and about in south florida and i said is that pixel phone it just said metahero and he's like yeah how'd you know And we followed each other on Twitter, and uh, that was nice. Yeah. Did you see they came out with their like inhabitants? Yes the the dots d o t the dots the d o t s or whatever. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I have I got one actually because I had the mint pass too. So you got uh, one. Yeah, I did get one. Just one. Nice. Yep. Oh my god! Breaking news. Oh please. I messaged Avery when you mentioned that she was like in the top crypto thing. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have her on the pod. Yeah, yeah. And I asked her if she'd be down to come on. And she just said, hi, honored, would love to. Perfect. Nice. We wanted to get Avery for a while. I love that. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Anyway. Why'd you fire everybody, Avery? <laughs> yeah, should we ask? So we're just like bring her up right away, like, yo, what's up with Alan Carroll, dude? What's yeah, well, fun? why'd you let go of Alan of all people? Come on, he's, yeah. the, he's like one of the few people we know that work for Vayner. Yeah, do we had a is he fired because of what he said on the show? Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh man, it's messed up. Sorry, Alan. We love you, dude. We're just joking. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot we were even talking about right before this. We were we were just talking about that I ran into a random guy with a pixel vulture, and then I'm 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 a trendsetter, and then you were like (laughs) breaking news. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So we'll we'll stop with I'm a trendsetter. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at Uh, that. Starbucks Odyssey. I got in the beta. I was very excited about that. We talked about Adam Brotman. Um, What they're doing is pretty awesome. The Starbucks. Loyalty program is now going to be, um, you know, backed by NFTs, digital collectibles on the Polygon chain. You'll be able to sell them. So you go in, you log in, and then they have these two, like, I guess they're called Odysseys, and each one has five things to do. And you can do, like, trivia. You take a tour of, um, you take this, it's a really beautiful, like, virtual tour of the coffee farm. And you, it's like, it's almost like you're there. You're like walking around it. It's pretty cool. Um, so you do those things and you have to buy like one drink a week for four weeks and you get that stamp and then you get another one. So I always like to try and get the early stuff. I don't even drink coffee. I don't go to Starbucks, but the funny thing is I might go and buy like a lemonade four weeks in a row to, to get my stamp. So that's actually brilliant marketing, Yeah. right? Because yeah. I don't go to, I'm going to go buy a $4 lemonade. You know what I mean? Like, they got you. They got you. Right. Now I'm like, all of a sudden, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. But uh, I really like that's going to be 
um, a, a blueprint that a lot of people are going to use. It's really, really smart. It's well put together. And I'm excited to see how that plays out. Sweet. Yeah. It's You'll cool that it's on Polygon. Know. So it's like it's like a real deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to what? What would not make it the real deal? Um, <laughs> Wax? <laughs> Every, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's just do that. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I can't say that when I say the real deal, I mean like the real deal as in like you can, you know, you can see it on OpenSea and you can sell it. And it's not like a walled garden. Not that a walled garden is not the real deal because there will be tons of walled garden NFTs um, for these different companies that are the real deal. You know, when Ticketmaster does their tickets on Flow, that's going to be the real deal, but it's going to be a closed ecosystem. Mm hmm. Because they're not going to put it out there for people to get scammed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be careful of that. Like, take a minute. It's like, my front row seats were stolen. My Taylor Swift tickets. I Because people be clicking on links and, like, losing their tickets. Oh, yeah. That'd be a mess. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Ticketmaster's already dealing with it with Swift. With that whole fiasco. I don't know if you get into that at all. Mm. No, they they, like... They didn't have enough. They they had it was so bad they had to cancel their public sale. They like way over allocated the pre-sales. They didn't have enough tickets. The prices are through the roof. Everybody, people tried like for eight hours to get tickets and couldn't get any. And people just are, you know, up in arms. Taylor oh, Swift fans. Yeah. Oh. It was a pretty wild scene. I keep tabs on that because of the, you know, my ticket broker history. Yeah, gotta stay in the loop. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, so we talked about Pixel Vault's dots. I saw that Reddit has minted over 5 million avatars now. Jeez. Yep. Their users have minted 5 million avatars. That's pretty neat. Um, we talked about last week, VV has about 8 million. And then we said Top Shot has like 28 million NFTs, which might be the most. Top Shot might be the most, but I don't know. Let's, let's fact check Top Shot. Uh, that's what you said. That was last week. 38 million. 30, oh, 38 million. Jeez. 38 million. That is a lot of NFTs. Whew. Yep. We were talking before the sentiment's not so great with Top Shot, is it at the moment? Oh, no. Not so great right now. <laughs> no, like really bad? Like, <laughs> like basically S4, Series 4, which is what we're in right now. Yeah, was kind of people's like, okay, I'm gonna give Top Shot one last chance type of uh, thing, and it's really not going well. So, people even more people are leaving, and and you know, Top Shot's kind of gotten really complicated. Like as a new user, it's very complicated as to what you're supposed to do. There's so many different things going on. Like, it's definitely like you have to be in the know. You have to know. It's, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. It's kind of a bit of a mess right now. Um, yeah. I just kind of, I'm like, I think it's, I, yeah, I basically I got logged out of my um, top shot and then I just haven't logged in in a couple of weeks because I'm like, it's just not going too well right now. So, but yeah. Yeah. I'll go look back in there. That's something I'm just going to sit on for a long time. I always talked about just waiting. I, mean, I don't have anything crazy, but I have those LeBrons wait until he goes to the the uh, Hall of Fame and hopefully like 
top shot at that point is having a resurgence and the early LeBrons are worth something. It might be it might be good for us to bring someone from Top Shot on the show. Ooh, yeah. We talked we'll about see, that we'll too. I would I would totally <laughs> do that. I think that'd be fun. Yep. Cool. Tom Billu, you remember the uh impact theory? Tom yep. Billu that I, I was really into that. I, I thought it was gonna be amazing. Um it's it's moving relatively slow. I'm a pretty big holder of it. I have the different tokens. Uh, I probably have like almost 10 ETH worth of worth of tokens with them. Not that big, I guess. Wow. But uh, I sold one about a month and a half, two months ago for 1.5 ETH, which was what I paid for it. So it was like, it's liquid. Okay. Um, but they did something. They, they have their one of their sub collections called Merry Mods, which I got a bunch of those for free. I got like six or eight of those for free. Um, it's like a Christmas uh, type of project. It actually came out last Christmas. But they just announced that Gabriel Iglesias is going to be voicing their uh, their like cartoon show. You know him, Fluffy. Fluffy? No. Yeah, you don't know him, Gabriel. He's a comedian, really fun. He's been around for a while. I'm oh, I just his... googled him. Yeah, I've seen yeah. him around. Yep. So he's going to be doing their voice. He's very popular. He has a Netflix show that's really popular. Um, it's probably not hitting. So you're like, who's the guy who cares? But it's that's a pretty big deal for them to you know get a voice like that. I think. Yeah. Um, so hope you know he's going to be voicing the main character in a, in an upcoming animated series, which is kind of neat. Um, Digi Gaigaku spent six point five million dollars for a Super Bowl commercial, and they're going to give away a free NFT during it. So the next Super Bowl in February. Oh, February. Oh, wow. So it's like it's like two it's like two months away, a little under okay. two months. But I think there's gonna be a QR code where you can claim an NFT. You know, they'll probably they'll obviously be you know hundreds of thousands of them, but it's wait, uh, I feel like the Super Bowl just happened. What was that one that was the world game? that was the that well what no, the uh, football the football game that that um it was like Eminem came out, like Snoop came out. Mary that, that was in that was in January. That was in February. That was ten months ago. That was yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. That, that was that time flies <laughs> when you're having fun. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that was the last football game I watched. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was fresh on my was, mind. Yeah. That was ten months ago. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Rihanna's performing at this next one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That should be cool. I'll um, be tuning into that for sure. Yeah. And Digi Daigaku, that's that project by uh, Gabriel Layton, and it uh, oh, it, like okay. blew the one it blew up to like twenty ETH or whatever yep. off the bat. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh, there's a class action lawsuit filed by a bunch of people uh, against like the people that um, like a lot of the famous people, Steph Curry, Snoop Dogg, um, like Reese Witherspoon, I think that um, that were like. I guess they were given board apes. Gaio series named in it. Uh, I should have read a little more on this. Uh, yeah. So they're trying to say, like, you know, they they pumped up these uh, these board apes, and it was an undisclosed um, an undisclosed advertisement. Right. Like so all these, all the famous people, like Eminem, Snoop Dogg, that got the board apes. Um, they're named in this uh, lawsuit. Be interesting wow. to see how that plays. I I kind of have a feeling that it might get like thrown out or not go anywhere because um you can just like what happens if like 
you know, you, nobody would do any advertising anymore. You sue everybody that like, you know, a company goes bad or bad investment or whatever. Right. If you know what I mean. A lot of things aren't turning out to be a great investment. If you're comparing uh, yeah. it to right, the, to right. the peak, you know, like the top. Oh my God. I know. So, so let, let me see if I can get a quick synopsis of this class action uh, board. A Steph Curry. On the heels of being sued last Friday, two investors who purchased Ape tokens sued Yuga Labs and the parent company. That's a different one. The list of promoter defendants is extensive, including Kerry, Madonna, Paris Hilton, Serena Williams, Justin Bieber, Snoop Dogg, DJ Khaled, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Jimmy Fallon, among others. They described the company as promoters who solicited sales of Yuga securities to the public. The cure pro- the core problem the complaint maintains is that Yuga Labs allegedly conspired with MoonPay, a company that facilitates the sale of digital assets, and another defendant, which is Gaio Siri, to discreetly pay their celebrity cohorts without disclosing it to unsuspecting investors. I could believe that. Yeah. I mean, probably happened, I guess. That's uh, yeah. that'll, that's it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, what do you think? Do you think it can have merit. I hey, guess that's my that's my line. What? I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Oh, oh. I feel mm. like I say that a lot. I'm like, oh, I kind of say that too many. Let's times. let that one play out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to the next thing. Yeah, let's let that one. Uh, next, okay. off, next. <laughs> you know, G- Gary V put out a blog today, an article on GaryVaynerchuk.com that was pretty good, worth the read. Uh, one thing that he said I took away from, he says, Gary V says, greed, oversupply, and subpar projects are the main reasons NFT fell, NFTs fell off so hard. And mm. I guess, you know, that's part of it for sure. There was a lot of a lot of greedy cash grabs, a lot of rugs, a lot of money got eaten from the system. You know, everybody was putting out a project. A lot of greedy collectors wanting to flip it to make more money. Yep. Mm. A lot. Oh, man. A lot of greed across the board. A lot of oversupply for sure. Yep. Um, and yeah. Some part, yeah, projects that weren't prepared to, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. To scale. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Scotty Pippen is putting out an NFL, uh, an NFT project. You know who Scotty Pippen is? Basketball player. No wonder yeah. that. No wonder he tweeted out saying like, Oh, I'm in uh-huh. all these, these I know. He like, tagged. You see who he do you see who he tagged? Yeah, your guy, Shillin. I know. And Rug Radio. He tagged I'm like, Shillin. Okay. He tagged Shillin Villain. Yeah, like, you're listening to Shillin Villain's Twitter yeah. spaces. That's where you're getting your oh, info right. from, Scotty. <laughs> I know. That's great. Jesus. That's great, Scotty. Yeah. So <laughs> he's launching he's launching an NFT sneaker collection. The SP33, it's 1,000 unique digital sneakers. 33 of those randomly will actually get physical autograph versions of the sneaker. And there's also a couple other things you can win, like a tour of his hometown and like some okay. other like, you know, utility things. I don't know the price yet. There's a premint you can sign up for. Yeah, there's a premint you can sign up for if Amazon. I signed up for it. I don't know if I probably won't buy them, but. Orangecomet.com. Yep. Orangecomet.com. Uh, Check it out. Um, 
And speaking of uh, allow lists, did you see what I sent about the uh, the fuck render project '90s kids? No. I oh, I sent it in our. If you're a doodles holder, you can get on that allow list. Oh, oh wait, oh let me scroll up. I must have missed that. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm seeing it now. Pretty much. Is that still a thing or? Uh, I am not sure. That was on the. It should be. That was on the eighth. I sent it to you. Um, it looks like it is. Yeah, registration closes in four hours and nineteen minutes. There's only ninety spots. It's a raffle for the doodles. Oh, it's a raffle. Yeah, but the mint price is only going to be point oh five, so it's worth trying for it. Mm, I'll consider. Yeah, um, I don't know if Fuck Render's doing the art, but he's like his name is on the project, right? It's co- it's co-founded by renowned artist Fuck Render and Gabriel Getjetsky. The brand aims to create a unique identity, blending the worlds of NFTs, clothing, and skateboarding. They'll create exclusive products, sponsor skateboards and artists, and develop a system of rewards to benefit the community. It's launching on the 15th. Um, I was lucky enough to get in that Discord really early uh, via Ali in our Discord. Got a bunch of people in there. So we're we're all on the the whitelist for that. Nice, congrats! Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it was a cool, it was a little cool something. And uh, it turned out a buddy of mine was actually uh, was on the team, a guy who also lives in Vancouver. Oh, nice. Yep, my boy Trizzy, Trizzy Trunk, Trizzy, good old Trizzy. Pew pew pew! If anyone knows from Clubhouse, <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. And uh, I think that's what we have for our list. Uh, we can go over to top 10. Is there anything else on your mind that you wanted to bring up or talk about this week or anything like that? Mm, no. Fair enough. So what we typically do to finish off these um, weekly recap episodes is go over the top NFT collectible sales over the last seven days. Typically use Crypto Slam for this. Um, and uh, what is, oh, I don't know what that is. Okay. So we use Crypto Slam. We go over the top 10 NFT sales the last 30 days by sales volume. And uh, number one is Board Ape Yacht Club, 13.9 million. Number two is the Mutants. So both of them did really well this week. Number three is Azuki which just continues to perform really, really well. You know, as much as I didn't think it would, it continues to perform well. Uh, number four is a new one, Cock Punch by Tim Ferriss. Did you uh, catch me to that one? <laughs> I uh, I saw that on Twitter. Yep, yep. So that that's doing really well. Huge volume. Uh, what was the mint price on that? I forget. Wasn't it like um, expensive, like 0. 0.5 or something, I want to say? It might have been. That might be right. I forget what the mint price was. And I think the floor is around 0.8 or so. Um, or 0.6. Actually, it went down to like 0.6, I think, because the art reveal was not, it didn't receive very well. It looks really bad. Yeah, yeah. That um, I tried to I tried to say it nicely, but yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? These are a bunch of chickens that are standing on two feet with random, the most random traits. Like what is this? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
I was just looking at it now. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> it looks great. 0.63 floor. But it's done almost 5,000 ETH in volume. Like, why are the NFT, I swear, that, like, it's like, oh, let's just make it look as ridiculous as possible. It's like, why can't things just look good? I know. The, look- these, these are really ugly. <laughs> these are really bad. Yeah, they are really like ugly. really bad. <laughs> and They're the go- the the gobbler hanging from the chin is horrible. It's horrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's good stuff. So that they look is- like they're like toy, like physical. Like I could see these being physicals. Like the way that they Ooh. did it, it looks like a physical. Nope. Like, are they gonna make these physical? Anyway. All right. I, don't know. I don't. I don't know what he's planning on doing. I mean, I think he's he like really announced that he was going to do it for fun. I'm not sure exactly what's coming from that. Uh, we have Clonex number five, Valhalla that we talked about earlier, and number six, Other Deed number seven, So Rare number eight. Uh, they have the most transactions, still crushing it. Crypto Punks number nine, only three point two million in volume on the punks this week. Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, and then. Undead Blocks Skin Vault on Immutable X is number 10. Hmm. Yep. Undead Blocks Skin Vault. We got Utes number 11, Kendall's number 12, Pudgies, Moonbirds. Probably Utes up there because uh, Frank Docks. Yeah. Happened. Yeah, that, that helped that a little bit. And what else did they do? They did something else too, didn't they? Um, I, I think they did. Well, I forget what it was. Yeah. All right. Well, that that comes that, that concludes our uh, Sunday recap episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any any uh, final thoughts? I guess. No, I'm good. I think that was a good episode, though. That was a lot of fun. Right. Um, hope everybody has an amazing week, and we will see you guys soon. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NFTicket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace.